Lives are going to be in Whalen Mercy's hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Justin Little Package and Uncle Cuz bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic, whatever happened to Dan Spivey. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. Can you do us a solid on social media and give us a follow on Instagram at OWB2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast? Jess, this should be fun. Which, uh, what episode is that? <laughs> what happened to Dan Spivey? Oh my God. Dan Spivey. <laughs> Nobody talks about Dan Spivey. But Dan he has Spivey a, is fantastic. He has a personality or one of his characters is something that we all kind of liked. And up until a certain gentleman by the name of Bray Wyatt came out and did a oh. bigger state, a bigger character of it, we started getting reminded of it. We're like, oh my, this is just like something that Dan Spivey used to do. You so, can't uh, tell me that Bray didn't look at some Dan Spivey and go, hmm, that could be influenced. Well, you're going to get along here, actually. There was a conversation between the two. You're going to get along yep. here. So, you're uh, see it. Yeah. Hey, let's lot, do it. Uh, I almost blurted it out right now. Yeah, let's go. Almost end well, the episode right now. We'll just jump <laughs> it right in. Dun, dun, dun. Don't bury the lead too much. Well, Spivey was born in Tampa, Florida oh. on October 14th of 1952. Oh, my. Oh, he attended the University of Georgia where he played football for the Georgia Bulldogs for three seasons as a defensive end and was named an All-American football player in his sophomore year. Spivey aimed to play football professionally and was drafted by the New York Jets, but was forced to change his plans after suffering a severe knee injury in his junior year. All great wrestlers bust their knee in the NFL. All great wrestlers blow their knees out at football and then go play football. And that's a big motherfucker to be playing football. Yeah, that's a big boy. Uh, Spidey spent several years working in a number of jobs in Tampa before meeting professional wrestler Dusty Rhodes, who offered to train him to wrestle. Oh, uh, let me train you real quick. That's not, hey, baby, let me train you real quick. Come on, baby, let me train you real quick. Come on, Spidey. It'll be, it'll be good. You're a big boy. We can, we can do something with you. Uh, <laughs> in his early years, Spivey teamed with Scott Hall, and they Ooh. were called the, uh, Scott Hall. They, they were called American oh, Starship. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. We'll meet Scott. Know. Don't know where you've been. After a brief stay in the Crockett promotion, he would sign with the WWF in 1985 and team with Mike Rotunda. Um, that's interesting. Replacing Barry Windham and the U.S. Express. They would last until 1987 as a mid-card tag team. About to enter the ring area at a total combined weight of 511 pounds, Mike Rotunda. A very impressive tag team, no doubt on that. However, the magnificent Morocco and Cowboy Bob Orton were not impressed. Who is Mike Rotunda? Who is his sons? Uh, oh, he is. He was that's the Berserker, and the Berserker <laughs> was what? What? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Everybody <laughs> knows who IRS is. Come on, come IRS. on, man. Yeah, IRS. And he's the father yeah. of. Sons Tony Atlas. So, oh, Tony oh. Atlas. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I was way off on all that. Yeah. Well, we'll get into it. Spivey will remain in the lower mid card as a singles wrestler until 1988. He would leave the promotion and go to All Japan Pro Wrestling. All same year. wrestlers go to All Japan. Yep. Uh, in 1991, Spivey oh, would testify that George Saharan had illegally supplied him with anabolic steroids in the late what? 80s. Oh, no. That's terrible. While he was wrestling for All That's... Japan, he, not no George, but, back but, but Spivey would simultaneously wrestle for WCW from 89 to 1992. He no offense against Dan Spivey, but even if you look at Dan Spivey in his prime, he should sue him for like product that didn't work. Yeah, Dan Spivey never like he was big naturally. He didn't need it. Yeah, yeah. so he, it's he like was, but I, it didn't, he I don't think there was ever a time again. where I looked at Dan Spivey going, "That motherfucker's on roids." Never, not one time. Yeah, never thought about it. Never He's all it. fuck. So he should be suing for like faulty product. Like this shit doesn't work. That's what I'm saying. He was mostly known at the time as teaming with Sid Vicious as the skyscrapers. He would also challenge Lex Luger for the U.S. title in 1990. What? Um, he was unsuccessful. In case you didn't know that. Spivey, re- Spivey rejoined the WWF in June of 95, adopting the name Waylon Mercy and a character yeah. based on Robert De Niro's portrayal of Max Cady in the 1991 remake of Cape Fear. I'm doing a Cape Fear. I can't help it. I watch too much. Um, so I'm sorry. Uh, like Cady, he had Jack Blatt hair. He wore white attire with a Hawaiian shirt and sported several strange tattoos, including one of a dagger on his forehead. Spivey's were obviously temporary. He didn't make those permanent. Uh, oh, darn it. The <laughs> character was introduced to the series of vignettes that always had Spivey speaking in a calm yet sinister manner. Hi, people. Guess what? It's Waylon Mercy again. <laughs> Ain't it something? I'm out here on the beach, up here on the lifeguard stand. Now, I know you people must think that's kind of peculiar, but what the heck? Well, the mercy's out here protecting people from drowning and whatever. You know, the funny thing is that when I get to the WWF and I get in that ring, the wrestlers that get into that ring's lives are going to be in Whalen Mercy's hands. <laughs> Have you thought about that? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> In the final vignette before premiering the character in ring, Spivey predicted that soon lives are going to be in Waylon Mercy's hands, a phrase that would later feature in his interest music. Uh, Spivey portrayed a heel despite his character acting as a peaceful Southern gentleman outside the ring. Waylon would shake the hands of the fans and thank them for coming to see him wrestle. His opponent, even the referees before his matches, however, once the bell rang, he became absolutely vicious, insincerely apologizing for actions as kicking or choking a down opponent. Uh, Mercy's finishing move saw him apply a sleeper hold as he revealed a wide-eyed, insane expression. Once the bell rang, <laughs> he would return to his peaceful Southern Gentleman act. Um, it was so multi-layered. This is VKM Dude, all over it. We make I'll never style, forget the right? vignettes either. Just him at a park yeah, and he's like, look at all these people playing behind me. They're going to eat the watermelon. They're going to eat the picnic. Like, they're going to eat the barbecue. Like, and he was just always, or the one with the bug crawling on his arm, and he slaps the bug or whatever. He's like, I don't want these wrestlers crawling on me. Like, it's, it was so ahead of its time. And that's, we've actually featured this character oh, yeah. on an episode that we did early on called Ahead of Its Time. Yep. Yeah. And uh, 
I want to feed we, we feature gold dust too in that, but uh, Waylon Mercy mm-hmm. was really ahead of his time, and Dave will go on too. He was injured already, like when he went in here. I guess he kind of fooled all of them in WWF, and when he got there, like his hips were really bad. So they were actually going to push him, like to do. I don't know about winning a title, but they Waylon Murphy is going to be like a big deal for Vince. Yeah. Vince really he liked the he character. He would have been fed to somebody for and, sure. Uh, and yeah, so I, but I guess like he couldn't keep up. Like his hips were so bad, he ended up having to leave to get hip surgery, and he just left the WWF at that point, which is really a shame. Because yeah. when you look at Bray Wyatt's character and Dave, you're going to get there. Good. Just I mean this this little blip on the radar. He was only around for like six months, maybe eight months, something like that. And so uh, good, I remember his character like it was yesterday. I remember really enjoying it. And we went to the Storm Stadium in the summer of 1995, and yeah. Will and Mercy was on the card. And I specifically, and we were front row, and I specifically remember Will and Mercy coming down, going, "Thanks for coming out, thank you, everybody." Like as he walked to the ring, and it was genius. And like, and then we get in the ring, and he was just a vicious, violent like man. We came up with the character, the Will and Mercy character. I've never been a character, I've always been myself, and uh, I was looking forward to it, and uh, I enjoyed doing that character. I, I regret the fact that I didn't have, I wasn't in good health to uh, finish the run with that, and um, you know, it's one of my biggest uh, things that bothered me that I didn't come really make it with uh, the time of doing it. And then like it, but he, but all when he would talk to the fans, he's like, "Thank you so much!" Like, and it Too was just that's so not the uh, core memory. It was so genius and ahead of its time, man. I really, oh, really yeah. love <laughs> that character. That's yeah, that wasn't the core memory. Say, oh, I was going to put him over, brother, than his hips. Oh, I fucking bad. I can, we I can do it, friends, brother. brother. I, yeah. I said, Vince, let's put the title on him, brother. Oh, immediately, Sorry. brother. Uh, Mercy was pushed upon his debut with victories over numerous enhancement talent, including a young Jeff Hardy, by the way. As well as established stars as Bob Holly, the One Two Three Kid, and Dwayne the Clown. Soon after, he competed in matches with top faces then in the WWF, uh, such as Bret Hart, Razor Ramon, and WWF World Heavyweight Champion Dessel. Sorry, <laughs> Spivey's only pay per view appearance as Waylon Mercy was at In Your House Three, where he lost to Savio Vega, another underrated talent. We got to talk about him someday. That could oh, yeah. be pages and pages of stuff. Los Pericas. Yeah. yeah, he's fantastic. Spivey defeated Diesel by countout in his last televised match. He retired from WWF in 95. As just talked about, the hips were just too much. He retired in 95 due to injuries overall. But after retiring, he briefly attempted to forge a career as a fashion model. I don't even want to know where that went. That is weird. <laughs> he went to work for Spivey, uh, Spivey Underground Utility Construction Company, a construction company owned by That's his more family. Like That's more like in, yes. in 2014, uh, Wyndham Rotunda revealed that his character of Bray Wyatt was given to him by Spivey, who was attending the WWE Performance Center at the time, and shares a number of similarities with the Waylon Mercy <laughs> character. Hey, you want to say something really scary? <laughs> <laughs> we live in a world where society has poisoned the souls of men. It hovers over them like a dark cloud, and they can't do anything about it because they're just a regular, everyday working class. People like me, like me, they get down on their hands and knees and they whisper these little lies and secrets into their ears. But I have a secret of my own. Um, on August 1st of 2015, Spivey at age 62, hadn't wrestled since 95 due to injuries, returned to the ring for Dory Funk Jr.'s Bang promotion. Spivey and Funk worked a 10-man Japanese bonsai match. Um, 
I don't even know how that turned out. I don't even know what that is. Spivey also voiced uh, Mercy the Buzzard and Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse segments. I I did not know that. I had no uh, idea as the until I read that. On Mercy. I actually never knew that either. Wow! I, I didn't even know the, they, I didn't I even know the they, puppet was based on Wheel of Mercy either. I had no idea. I hope they picked that back up. That's just wow. a phenomenal little thing. That's great. Oh man, if they if they actually make the characters real life and if they brought him in for that, that'd be fucking awesome. Just to do promo work. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I know that. Um, I know that he went to rehab. He had a lot of like uh, substance issues, but I I, I want to say he's been clean for a long time now. I mean, really, I, guess, I just want, I want to do this episode because really? Wheel and Mercy is such a crazy character that was so ahead of its time. And like I said, it was such a small time he was in there because his, he was his body uh, couldn't hang in there. But uh, man, like what a it's so crazy that he influenced mm. a major character now. Oh, man, we need to get him back get him back in there. I, you know, so what's I, up with that fashion model? The stuff. That I, I think a lot of hardcores would appreciate it, but I don't know if the the today's casuals would even understand. Yeah, that's yeah. Because I I think if they if they had found value in it, I think somebody would have already done it by now. If that makes sense. I mean, Ray's got to stay healthy and stay in there. But um, it, it, and by the way, if this was like New Japan or if it was anywhere else where we make less movies and we want it more real, Dan Spivey would probably already be involved. Um, it's just it's just different. It's not it's not the same thing. If it was AEW, you can see them going, yeah, let's bring Spivey and let's pay him for a couple of nights and let's talk about that story. Let's build that story. Where WWE is like, no, we make our own story. Is that if that makes sense? Um, so I, I I think it's less likely unless it came from another venue that he would venture in as the 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 brain of the entire Wyatt segmentation. Uh. But I like it. I I love the idea, but I don't I don't think it runs with. It doesn't it doesn't run with people of today that go. No, we're gonna build our own story. We don't need Dead Spy. Like you know what I mean? There's, no, there's, they a need sense, him. There's, there's a sense of pride they need him. Here. Yeah, they need he'll him. be the, he'll be their Jake the Snake. You know, like how Jake the Snake's in AEW. Yeah, mama man. Well, if it wasn't um, for Jake the Snake, we wouldn't have got three sixteen. Am I right? Am I right? Or am I? Ah, uh, yeah, that's you. And you're you right. thump your Bible, right? Yep. You're absolutely it didn't get right. you didn't anywhere. Get you, didn't get you anywhere. We need Spivey to read the next. I, I remember him being around at WrestleMania too, and like all that stuff. And I remember him replacing Wyndham when Wyndham left for Crockett uh, in the U.S. Express. I remember all that. Like, and then uh, I remember the skyscrapers. Like, they, they were a good mm. team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting a lot of tapes on tape trading and from All Japan Pro Wrestling where he was wrestling. I was like, oh fucking, that's Dan Spivey. And like Dave Wright too, he came back in '91, like it was a little singles run or whatever for Croc or not for WCW. Um, so he'd always been popping up and around, but for some odd reason, like that Whale and Mercy character was like the first time I saw the vignettes, I was like, "This is awesome! Like this is really you know fun." The, you know what I'd really like to know? I don't think we answered it here. Was Whale and Mercy his idea, oh. or was Whale and Mercy imposed upon him by the WWF to work? I actually forget when it came back. I think yeah, I don't know. Did pitch it right or? No, because uh-huh. they said he he came up with it because of um, uh, what's his name? Al Pacino, right? No, uh, Robert De Niro or uh, Robert yeah, De Niro. Yeah, Cape Fear. I'm doing a Cape Fear. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think uh, he really said on there. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna find out right now. Yeah, yeah. take a look do at it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, we've read this pretty quick. Uh, Spivey rejoined WWF in June '95. Dropped the name Will and Mercy. Character based on. Uh, let's see. Uh, character was introduced through a series of vignettes. Uh, but whose idea? 
deal was it? Yeah, it doesn't really say. Doesn't, huh? Man, that's the mystery in itself. Maybe back and he just well, he came back then. Then so you take the story even further. I'll get Bruce Pritchard on the phone. We'll find out. You you take the story even further. It's whoever created the story. This mystery person that created the story is the head of the cult. Hey Bruce, it's a deeper storyline than we thought. It goes. Oh my God! Imagine. Hey Bruce, take your pills and tell me who developed the the mercy. God. Bruce, take your pills. All right. Uh, let's see. Fun. And Spivey was arrested on July 14th of 07 for driving under the influence. Oh, that's awesome. uh, He became sober in April of 09. He now owns mm-hmm. his own company, Spivey Sober Companions. Oh. And uh, in Stanford, based out of Stanford, Connecticut, Spivey is also the ambassador for breakfast uh, restaurant chain, The Breakfast Station in Florida. Ooh. Wow. That sounds delicious. Uh, I knew that he was, uh, I knew wow. he was working for a sober house or a company that. Yeah. That was a sober house. I knew he was doing that too. So he's he's been sober since '09, uh, from what I read here. So that's great. That's fantastic, actually, because you know he's one of the many many wrestlers that you uh, go back and see. Unfortunately, fell into that whole madness of oh yeah pills and well, pain you would argue and... the amount of pain he was in, right? When... Well, he was a big guy yeah, too, big and guy, you could, yeah. you could see when he used to walk as Will and Mercy, it was like he was hobbled a little bit too. So yeah, he was a really sure, big dude, and, and he wrestled some really tough matches in Japan too. Yeah, exactly. All yeah. the best wrestlers go. That's what I heard. For audio fans, give us a listen. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wow. Arab Radio, and Google Podcasts. Wow. Or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram at OWP2019 or I'm sorry, OWP2019 oh, or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. For Uncle Cuz, uh. this is the OWP signing off. Have a good one. <laughs>